Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, Taylor Wells, and then introducing, for the first time, the Sultan of Silence, the Great Bambino of the Blues, ladies and gentlemen, Devin Lewis. Damn, quite the intro. That is the intro. We had to, we had to build it up. It's, uh, we had to. Uh, we could sit here and go through your entire uh, amateur career with us, but we, I skated with you a lot, and Taylor has seen a little bit too. So we know that it's nothing as spectacular as anything that we did either. So yeah, it should honestly like you gave him a really nice intro. It should probably have been Dev pays my my fantasy hockey dues late, Lewis, but. You know, I mean, that's that's just you know. Now we're really just being picky. One one time, now now he's salty. I've one back to back. He tried to disband the league. I tried to fuck. I yeah, we to fucking cancel the season. Sick of you winning, dude. <laughs> oh shoot! Holy no. shit! Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we were uh, speaking of the last episode. We we talked about we didn't quite get to fantasy stuff that we did, but all three of us are in the same league, so we'll actually get into some good fantasy fantasy talk at the end of the episode. Uh, but first, as always, this I mean this is a Kraken centric podcast. We got to go into some Kraken stuff. What? And also, I was just in Seattle. You were just in Seattle. I think that's the uh, that's you know that's the name of the game. That's why we do it, right? We go to games and. Spend way too much fucking money on beers. Boy, uh, I was going to definitely get into that because uh, I, if there was some cheaper beer there, I did not see oh, it. Oh, shit. Uh, that was... You didn't get taken into the back room and some guy's like, here's the fucking good shit, bud. I, no, I got taken into a back room, but I, hey, it wasn't dude. a good one. <laughs> oh, it wasn't hockey or it beer related, huh? Yeah, there was like, here's uh, here's here's a generic can of uh, old Pabst. Yum. Uh, that'll be twenty dollars, please. Twenty bucks, because it's you know they're like trying to explain it to you. Yeah, dude, it's like the limited edition cans. They haven't had these for like forty years. It's good beer. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Uh, yeah, that was so. It came, uh, came out to Seattle, got to see you a little. That was awesome. Before uh, heading out to the Kraken game, uh, got there. Uh, the girlfriend and I, we we got into the arena, and <laughs> God, it was. It was a great experience. Uh, you know, we're not we're not into the season yet. The Kraken aren't like ten and tw- fifty, so everybody still has hope. Um, and you could feel the hope. Like everybody's like, "Oh, it's a new season. Got some new guys." Like, "Oh, Martin Jones is starting tonight." You know, we don't we don't have Grobauer. That's gonna <laughs> suck. Um, oh, it was which, it which, was positive that or it was negative that Jones was in, huh? It, no, it was a good thing. Oh, they were okay. happy that Jones was in. Okay. Because Grubauer, you know, like everybody was kind of tired of. Now he is a home favorite, you know. As you know, every time they take a shot on him, the whole crowd grew. So that was nice, but uh, boy, that was um, going going five goose going into third period was pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, That's not the way to do it. Go go for it, Dev. I was just going to say, most Kraken fans probably didn't watch Martin Jones play in San Jose, or they wouldn't have been excited. That is very true. That is very accurate. Yes, that is. Uh, they haven't seen, they don't even know who that is until he showed up on the fucking Kraken roster. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, we're all just trying our best. Jones is, okay, first off, I don't know why, why would you put, this guy, I saw some ridiculous stat, like, he's played the Golden Knights, like, 24 times, and he's been pulled in nine of them. 
Like, why would you start that goalie against that team? Got to play the odds. They're man. obviously going to light him up. Got to play the odds, I guess. I mean, you know, still technically he's over five hundred, right? So of not getting pulled. So maybe that's you know <laughs> the, the the statistics showed, you know. That's a really low bar, though. <laughs> like I don't think that you're supposed to. Like, oh, he's only been pulled in half the games he's been in. What a great goalie. <laughs> Can you imagine just the guy that collects that stat, too? Like, oh, shit, you know, just feeling for yeah, Martin. no. It's like his cousin or something, no. just not enjoying his life. Oh, God, Martin. <laughs> Martin has, like, his own little stat guy that runs around and just, like, has to hype him up the whole time. <laughs> hey, hey, he's only – he hasn't been pulled in half those games. Yeah, put him in, put him in coach. Uh, he – you know, 14 of those games, he made it the whole three periods. So, that's, that's and plus. Hackstall, Hackstall is uh, uh, dumb enough to believe it. Yeah. God, he, did, he just didn't even... There was no adjustments. Like, it was very apparent that they were getting their asses handed to them. Um, the, I mean, the shots were about even, but... Every, I mean, Vegas was – they weren't even, like, hard-fought goals. Like, I would I, – off the top of my head, two or three of them were just tap-ins. You know, they, they stretched the they stretched everything out, and they had two guys on one side. Like, classic classic Devin Lewis uh, NHL 2022 uh, glitch goals where, uh-huh. you, where you do the pass to one side. Yeah. Slap pass. <laughs> Fucking cheater. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore, unfortunately. Oh, shit. Oh, do they patch it? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty brutal, though. Yeah, fuck NHL mm. 25. What are we on now? It's like the... 23, baby. 23. It just came out last oh, week. Shit. Oh, oh it's the, yeah, that's the Zegris and uh, uh, hockey. Sarah Nurse. Yeah, there you go. The nurse. Yeah. <laughs> One of the nurses. Um, yeah, I haven't bought a fucking NHL game in so long. I'm such a bad fucking hockey fan. It's fine. I live with myself. It's been too long. I haven't got one since it was good in like NH like NHL 2013 was like when they revamped it and it was like really solid and then they just went downhill with I, I don't know Devin Devin's a huge fan of it he actually got good I, I will give him credit he got good at like the new system mm. um, whereas I I refused to change I was still trying to like tic tac toe everything and I, I could it was it was no longer an arcade game it was actually like trying to be realistic right and uh, yeah it was that I. I, I refuse to adjust, but to be fair, I just saw a Twitter. Uh, somebody made a Twitter post. They tagged EA in it, and it was like a Montreal game, but all the fans in the crowd were like T posing. So, so the game was definitely glitching out. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't just keep it like the 20, 2021 Montreal Stadium. It's just fucking empty. Because we're they well, they're one of like the last teams to allow people back in, right, fans? Yeah. Well, they were T-posing in French, so it made sense. Wait, dude. I'm fucking aging myself. What is T-posing? I, you literally just... <laughs> like, so, when, like, when you're when you're in game development, when you're, like, designing a character, they have them stand in, like, a T. So, like, your arms are outstretched perfectly. Oh, shit. And your legs are... Just, right. So, like, when everybody in the stands is just T-posing... It means like there's a glitch in the game and they're not actually doing anything. It's, it's like they forgot to just put the actual like part of that game in. 
Yeah, right, yeah. They're just they, they forgot to like have them do animations. They're just standing there in T pose. So yeah, that's that's a problem. I mean, any games that have like glitches like that, they the characters just like T like Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Mm. A lot of random NPCs would walk around T posing. I mean, I wouldn't put it past EA to have not had them actually even do anything besides a T pose. So then the whole game is just the fucking T pose that they did. They just they were like, yeah, that looks great. Let's fucking throw it in. You have to you have to you have to buy a a, a downloadable content yeah. to get your fans out of yeah, the T-pose. 20, twenty bucks extra. <laughs> oh man, holy shit! That is where we're going. So uh, that's fine. That is, uh, but no, Dev Dev is pretty solid at that. So if we he's our he's gonna be our our blues expert and our uh, NHL our, our chel, chel yeah man. You do you do the BM pro on that note? Uh, no, we play World of Chell, so we play like sixes. Oh shit. Play with Watney, Watney and the gang from college. Oh, fucking twatter, yeah, like, quite, dude. Quite the crew going. How's he doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't talk to him much. You just That's play fair. with him every day? Uh, no. <laughs> As of right now, like once every two weeks. My life uh, with grad school and a baby on the way is pretty pretty crazy. Hey, man. That's what I try. I try to keep it to two weeks having a talk with Chance, but it's not working out right now. Like we're we're like two weeks in a row for the podcast. It sucks, dude. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Dealing with my ass. I get it. I understand. <laughs> we'll try. To, I'll try to. I'll try to shut up and let you guys say have have a word. Then. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No problem. Um, so back to me and my experience at uh, Climate Pledge Arena. <laughs> dude, I mean, I I was even texting you during that game. I was like, man, I should have. He should have been pulled. I three is kind of my my limit, right? If it's three rip, I'm like I'm looking towards the co even if even if it like the first two weren't really on him on Jonesy, but man, at three zero, like you need something. You need a spark or something like that. And then they just they let in the fourth one. It was just like, Oh my god, dude, let's get this fucking let's let's make a coaching decision. Instead of just sitting just behind having... the bench like a fucking statue. A T pose. Well you're right, just T posing. Um, that was kind of, and that was kind of the thing of the game. Like I knew that he was getting as soon as that one went through the five hole. Oof. I think it was the fifth goal. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, he's done. Like there's, there's no way he's coming out for the third period. Um, and it just, it, it sucked because the crowd was lively. There was lots of hope. It was opening night, and you know what? The city was kind of a buzz because when the game started, the Mariners were still in it. So like there was, there was a little hope on that front mm. too. Um, but you know, the life of a Seattle sports fan. Uh, it's fraught with disappointment and sadness. Uh, yeah, Mar- Mariners fans know that all too well right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was uh, Jones. I don't know. It, in terms of the CPA experience, um, things got a little better. It seems like they've actually got their shit together. The merch game was on point. Uh, the lines weren't as long. Uh, I didn't. I didn't find these cheaper beers. So that was. I, I remember getting like we got two. They had margaritas on tap. I told you about this. I think they did. And they, I think they did last time we were there, though, too, right? We just, I think it was just the girls that were getting them. Maybe, yeah. But we, we tried them, and uh, it was mostly just, like, real. it was really good limeade, but I don't know if there was any alcohol. Uh, see, I'd rather it be the other. Everyone always complains, like, oh, it's just too stiff. Come on, dude. Like, stiff, I'm getting my money's worth, at least. Right, especially but. if you're going to knock me $15 right. for a drink. The ice rough. will melt down, water it down, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Um, if it's too stiff, but, you just blow on it, right? That's how it works. 
<laughs> like that. Uh, gimmicky things that were supposed to be there when you and I went there were were finally there. Like we could finally use our recyclable cups, and uh, the the plant wall was now actually plants. Ooh. So yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool to to check out. Um, overall, overall, it was a fun time. I obviously wish the my my cracking experience now is zero and two, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully one day uh, we got we got one or two other chances for me this year to go see the Kraken. So I do have a quick question for you about the game. Uh, in a couple forums, I've seen Kraken fans bitching about the other team's fans being assholes, like douchey. Uh, did you get any sort of <laughs> sense of that? Because I, I mean, when we were there, I. Like sure, I was on the other side of things when because it was the Ducks game, but I, I just didn't feel like there was that kind of animosity. Like it's like I don't know. I wouldn't say anything bad. Um, there was definitely I mean yeah, it's sports. Like you're gonna there's guys sure. that are gonna talk shit. Um, there was definitely a, there was a Vegas fan right in front of us, and he he was definitely you know it was five rip, and he's still hooting and hollering <laughs> like it was you know goal one. Uh, yeah, he was definitely not holding back in any means, but I wouldn't say, you know, I, this is coming from somebody, my first game, my first NHL game was a Detroit Red Wings and Colorado Avalanche game in Colorado. I'm showing up in a Red Wings jersey and I'm like 16, maybe 15. And it's uh, uh, immediately, you know, like we get, I get like a Red Wings chant going in the Pepsi center. Like we're all like the few Red Wings fans that are there. Let's go Red Wings. And then it's just like overwhelming, like. Re- knee-jerk response is fuck the red wings <laughs> and it should <laughs> so, be yeah as as it should be but you know like it's it, that no that shit happened i i think the biggest like organized thing was during the anthem uh the, the knights did the normal like the fans go they yell night during uh during the national anthem when they go proof of the night mm. um but that was about it. I wouldn't say that there was they, like they never got a chant going inside the CPA or anything. Yeah, that's that's good. I was just I was curious because yeah, I, it's a lot of what I've heard recently is like you know they're trying to figure out who who the, who the fans should hate, like what team they should hate, and that's that's pretty much what everybody was going off of is like fuck Ducks fans are shitty, Golden Knights fans are just asshole, like you know just bitching. But. Yeah, it's so definitely curious, their fault. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's good. To, it was uh, good to see you as much as uh, you know. It was with like less than a week, which you know I'm trying to keep my two weeks right now. But um, you know, okay, we had a few beers and, and shot the shit a little bit. Yeah, it was good to see you. Um, hadn't been out in a little while. Hadn't seen you in a little while. Um, good to go out there and uh, and watch some hockey. See Seattle. Um, yeah, actually had a good had a good time downtown too. It was good. Um, moving on from that game, we, we kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Kraken played what two games before the CPA game? Yep. Uh, what are your What are your initial thoughts on these games, Wells? I think we had what an OT loss and a win. Yep. Um. All right. What do we got? I think they looked better on the road, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they flat out dominated the Ducks. Uh, that's that's actually <laughs> the game that they ended up losing, but they flat out just dominated them. But. Uh, Grubauer decided he, you know, wanted to do his best impression of some Swiss cheese um, and decided on 27 shots he was going to let five goals in. So, yeah, not not necessarily his best effort, but the team in front of him looked a lot better. Um, they seemed confident. They did. I, I mean, they have, they have some offensive weapons now instead of just a bunch of second, third liners. Uh, you could really tell Burakovsky was, was leading some plays. 
Bjorkstrand is uh, has actually a lot better hands than I thought. Um, and then the other one, and, and this is this is I haven't even told you guys yet yet this, but uh, you know who impressed me the most in this last game, and before uh, we get too far away from it, uh, Mister Alex Winberg of all fucking people. I know he looked pretty it good. Hurt me to say he that. looked pretty good. He had some fucking dangles. But yeah, Ducks game was a Ducks game. They should have won, um, and then they came back out and, and really waxed the Kings pretty good. And that's a, I mean that's a Kings team that's going to put up a little bit of you know be a little bit scary for some of those teams in the Pacific this year if they don't you know if they end up not making the playoffs, uh, they're going to give some people some fits. So, um, so speaking of, I mean, I, I think. I agree with you on the points of offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team definitely—it's even the game where that I watched where it was definitely a you know a blowout. You know the two goals that they got in the third period were were you know we feel bad for you that we're beating you on your opening night in front of this crowd. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna sit back a little bit. Um, it it definitely seems like with it, there's more like Matty Beniers is the real deal. Oh yeah. Uh, Dev, I I want to because you're you're our Blues expert here. Um, I think the whole, like, obviously the goaltending is inconsistent, but the, the defense on this team is a huge question mark. Uh, you're, you're a little familiar with old Vinny Dunn. Do you yeah. think, uh, you think he's got the tools to be able to like take it to the next step? Can he be a number one D? I mean, if he gets 23 ish minutes a night, like he, he could be a top 10 producer in points if, if he can stay healthy. Oh, is that been a problem for him? Uh, he'll miss like five, ten games here and there, but uh, I don't know. Playing on a first pair, he hasn't really got the opportunity to do that. So, kind of excited to see what he can do on that first power play. I actually, uh, not to jump too far ahead with fantasy, but I did pick up uh, not Schwartz, but uh, what's his name? Not Schwartz, but starts with an S. Where'd my, where'd my daily faceoff go? Oh, I closed it out because I was buying a. Starts with an a, S. I was buying a webcam, so I closed it out. My bad. <laughs> Fuck, about time, dude. You, you guys were teasing me too much. I had to look into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck are you talking about? Is it forward? Talking about uh, Schultz. Schultz. Justin oh, gotcha. Schultz. Uh, Schultz is actually quarterbacking the power play right now for some reason. Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, that's why they, that's uh, why they brought him in, right? I mean, he that's... At this point in his career, that's kind of just what he does, right? right. You know, um, it, it, the the power play looked calm. Uh, like I said, I think that this team is, like you said, uh, this team is making gains offensively, but there's just still a lot of problems on the D zone and the goal. Like I mean, just when you've got such inconsistent goaltending, like that, like we're already we're three games in. Four tonight. Like, what's the what's the score right now with one, them? They're playing they're Carolina. One. I think it's one. one yeah. Um. God. I mean, it's Carolina. Carolina is really good. Uh, we're looking at a team that just it's Jackal and Hyde, mm-hmm. and you've got you've got Grubauer. Like, we're already four games in, and each goalie has you know if Grubauer can hold his hold it together, he'll have one good game under his belt and one bad game, and Jones will have one good game and one bad game. Like it? What's, what's the answer? Like, is there an answer here, or do we just, do we just write out another season? So the only thing, the only thing I suggested when we were kind of talking about it is, at this point, just seeing what they've done through four games, 
And Grubauer only letting in one goal through one period is a is an accomplishment right now for these tendies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, uh, just just play them home and away, right? Like Jones has had a successful start on the road. Shit at home. Grubauer shit the pool on the road, and you know even if he gives up three goals tonight against this Hurricanes team, I think that's still progress for him. To where, like, maybe Hackstall just looks looks towards a, a home and road split. I know that's not very common, but um, fuck, Grubauer, Grubauer seems to just kind of feed off of the crowd a little bit to where, you know, until he can prove on the road that he can get it done, maybe you just start him at home and Jones is, is the guy on the road. Um, but, but, yeah, I think it, just in general they got to figure something out because it, it is – it's yeah, like you said, fucking revolving door. Like what? We shouldn't have this big of a concern four games in, and we're fucking. This is all we're talking about is the goalie situation. I feel like, right? So, um, yeah. Again, it was like something that we were supposed to be avoiding. Right. Exactly. And 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 here we are once again. Um, I okay. So now that now that you've seen these four games, Taylor, you kind of had a hot take in the last episode about how the short of leash that Hackstall's on. And, Dev, I want to hear your thoughts on this, too. Like, what what does the record have to be at the 10, 15, 20 game mark for Hackstall to get the axe? Um, uh, I think below 500, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think, I think if he is below 500, then... Uh, we're we're not we're barely showing progress from last year, right? How many games in do we need to be? So like say say he's five and five, or he's he's uh, four and six. Is that enough, or do we need to go to? You no, know, does it need to be twelve and eight? How how much rope does he have before he finally gets it yanked on him? I think I threw out twenty games on the last pod, and I'll stand by that. I think. I think you see some teams who their coach is really on the hot seat. You see that ten game, right? You know, I think I think that's pretty common. But I think you know, with with him, yeah, I think I'll give him a twenty game tryout just because you know they still have a pretty similar team to last year, right? So uh, maybe there is a personnel problem, but yeah, just the more the more I watch Axtall. Uh, not pulling Jones after fucking four goals. Um, the guy doesn't really know what he's doing, in my opinion. But yeah, curious to curious to see what you think, Dev. Uh, yeah, I think uh, twenty games is a good marker, honestly. I don't know. They ha- they have so much like between Burakovsky, Schwartz, Dunn, like guys that have made playoff runs before that. They honestly have a lot of depths, and I think, well, as you touched on it last week, like having a Larson, Alexniak on D with Schultz and Dunn, who are more offensive guys, like, I don't know. I'm pretty, as a, as a Kraken fan, I'm excited about this roster this year. I think, wouldn't be surprised if they sneak in the playoffs if they find some chemistry. That's that's a great point. Like, I again, like, that plays off of what I saw at the CPA. Like, there was, it wasn't, like, Taylor, by the time we went to our Ducks game, like, it was kind of already known they weren't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I walked it. Like, the the air in there was 
optimistic and positive and like looking for like oh we're coming in one oh and one you know not you like it's not two and oh but you know it at this time last year they came off of a six game road trip where they were like what two and five like it's something horrible to start the season mm-hmm. it, it's everybody like there's higher expectations this year just solely because like the roster got better a and B, like, how could it be any worse? Like, we talked about it before in multiple episodes. Like, we're, we kind of predicted that Grubauer is going to have a better year, not because necessarily we have hope in him, but there's just no way that he can be as bad as he was last year. You can only go up from that save percentage and goals against average, huh? Uh, it's, if he is worse or exactly the same, and Dev, free fill to chime in here, but if, if he's... If he has the exact same save percentage as last year, uh, he's he's done. Like they'll 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 take his eight million dollar contract and stick it up his nose. What I mean, but the, the only the only option they would have at that point is to buy him out, right? Because no team is going to take this this goalie who like you know the the year before. I mean, he realistically like, and it sucks. <laughs> you don't know you don't know when injuries are going to co- come up, but he got hurt in the playoffs, right? So like. Now he's he got hurt in the playoffs, so he can't he can't make a deep run, and then two mm. subpar borderline shit years, right? Like, I, I yeah, I, I just I don't know what they would do with him if he continues to play this way. I think, you know, and I think they even replaced the goalie coach, dude. Like, they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on with him, um, you know. And I think, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I fuck. I don't have the answer. And I and a lot of people are saying Joey Decord is the answer. Like get get. What are we doing here? No. So no. That's the, your grasping. Yeah. Just like, trying to was, find something, right? Yeah. It's. It, I think Joey Decord is is a good AHL goalie. He might now. I'm not giving up on him yet, but I think that he's he's still he's not ready. He's not for the prime time. Um, you did mention. That <laughs> was that's why I was laughing. You go like nobody's gonna take him. Well, uh, enter, enter the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, have the Toronto the Maple chat. Leafs have entered the chat. Uh, <laughs> um, as of tonight, uh, Toronto's two and two, uh, lo- dropping a great game to the elite Arizona Coyotes yeah. at their in their own barn. Fuck. Um, dealing with goalies, right? Like, let's. I guess we could start on that for just a second. Like. If I'm a Toronto, like, I okay, first off, mindset of a Toronto fan. Like, all right, I already hate myself. Like, I, I make I make poor decisions in life, okay? Like, this is this is me. I'm a, I'm a Toronto fan. Okay, I make poor decisions. I root for a team that can't win. And it's, like, a foregone conclusion that they will disappoint me in some way at least once or twice. And then the Coyotes come. Steve Dangle predicted it. Steve Dangle literally go to his thing. He's like... Look at this Coyotes roster. Bask in it. Embrace embrace the defeat and know that we will lose this game. Jesus, dude. <laughs> God. Well what what else can you what else are you gonna do in Toronto? Like are you gonna go cheer for the Raptors? Like are you gonna become an NBA fan now? Like maybe uh, at ugh. this rate, right? Like you, you, you blow another one of the Coyotes or a team like the Coyotes in your barn, you should probably just go watch basketball right isn't that how it works dude the coyotes the coyotes came to play a game in boise for preseason and they played a vegas and 
half the guys in my adult league locker room couldn't even name a player on the Coyotes. So. <laughs> it's usually a good sign. <laughs> That's always good. Oh, uh, I, I think that you're looking at, like, I, I mean, first off, kudos. Can you imagine the, like, the feelings and the vibes in that Coyotes room right now? Well, they just won the World like, Series, win, dude. Oh, any win this season is a fucking <laughs> a chance to celebrate. Just mountains and of coke and like sixty thousand beers. Good for them. The fact that it, you know that's that's almost I don't I'm not gonna say it's as bad as like the Maple Leafs losing to the Islanders and then you know Tavares has to go cry under his Toronto bed sheets, <laughs> but but like there because the, already people are already throwing out the 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 joke like oh no Matthews is. Matthews picked the wrong team. Like he's going, <laughs> Austin Matthews traded confirmed, and that's not going to happen. But it's it's at the same time of like, I, I think these two like because their other loss was against Montreal, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. And it was it was pretty handle. What tell me like looking at we've got some we've got a couple of Maple Leafs fans that listen to this show, and plus we just love kicking them while uh, they're down. Yeah. What is, yeah, while they're down. Uh, tell me, what what is wrong with this team? Why why does this team lose to easy teams? Like it's the, you know it's that formula of like playing down. Yeah, I think that has something to do with it. I think they have a they have a legitimate leadership problem. That's just not something we can mm. see. Uh, but I think I think you have this push and pull because uh, you know I don't know Matthews personally, but. He comes across to me like the guy who thinks he should probably have the C on his sweater, right? Mm-hmm. And there's that push and pull with Tavares. Uh, you know, then you got, you know, not not saying that Marner and some of these other guys are like, you know, I should also be the captain, right? But I, I, think, I think just with the wrong personalities, even if you have, you know, the best team in the league, you have the wrong personalities. Everybody's in it for themselves. They're not going to win any fucking games. They're going to lose. They're going to... They're going to get shit-faced before this game against the Arizona Coyotes thinking they're just going to walk through and, and Nick Ritchie's going to bury a power play goal against them. <laughs> like, that's just, you know. Somebody posted a stat about that. Like, Nick Ritchie had, like, um, it was, like, two goals in 27 games, the first 27 games with the Maple Leafs, and, like, now he's got, like, four goals in two games. <laughs> Something ridiculous. Dude. Like, oh, my God. Uh, no, I, I think that that's a, probably a safe bet. Um, you did say that uh, other guys on the team thinking they're captain. I do definitely think that Mitch Marner's dad thinks that Mitch Marner should be captain. Oh, no. First it was Jake so, Allen's mom. Now it's fucking Mitch Marner's dad. Oh, uh, well, it's, it goes back to the contract negotiations. Like, ba- like It was like basically the Toronto Maple Leafs, Mitch Marner's agent, and then like his parents were negotiating on like his behalf. Mm. That's trouble. If it's it's one of those. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. Like his dad was like sending out tweets of like, "Yo, he's not taking this amount oh, of money." God's sake. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I think that that's leadership is definitely. Some, Dev, what do you? What's your what's your read on that? I know you're an uh, Austin Matthews fan. Yeah, I mean, maybe not even personalities. Maybe just like egos in general. Yeah. I don't know. You got a you got a lot of skilled players in that in that dressing room. I mean, Nylander with the contract hold out like. Neil Andrews is stud, don't get me wrong, but yeah, just maybe a lot of egos. Yeah, that's okay. That's a fair point. I mean, when you're looking at like we were just talking, we're laughing before the mics went hot. Like I sent you guys a video of 
Marner scored the goal to make it 2-2 tonight. After, so the Leafs got booed off the ice uh, after the end of the first. They tie it 2-2, and then Marner literally, like, like, he's, like he's away. Like he's like taunting an away crowd who was giving him shit. He like points his finger up to the crowd, and he wags his finger at the crowd. Like that's your own crowd. Surprised he didn't do the like fucking, you know, the throat, you know, cut, cut, <laughs> and the, call the fucking, cut your throat. Uh. Could only be more cr- could only be more cringy if he did like the the uh, the Yager salute or something, you know. <laughs> that that kid Jesus. is fucking a hundred pounds dripping wet too. Like, there's some Leafs fans up there that have put like twelve beers down by the first period, and they're and he's like try he's like trying to get at them. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Oh, shoot. That team is just, like it's such a garbage fire, and we 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 were already joking before. Like we knew this goalie tandem. Who who did they play tonight? Someone named Calgren or something? Yeah, I think he he played a few games for him last year. Uh, yeah, he played a, about twelve games last yeah, year. Yes, so, and they, but then they have Samsonov too. So I, I'm not sure why they like maybe do they play tomorrow night or something, or do they just hate Samsonov? I'll say Keith. Keith was definitely like, "Oh, we're gonna play the Coyotes. Like, we don't need to worry about True. this game." Yeah, get, yeah, get Calgary some fucking time. It's like, hey, man, maybe you should worry about this game. You don't even play tomorrow <laughs> night, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's definitely a choice then. Mm-hmm. Like, Samsonov is supposed to be the the insurance policy. Um, if Murray went <laughs> when Murray went down, um. Because you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, well, along those lines, too, I looked at last night to see if they played anybody, so they had to play the backup today. No, we had zero fucking NHL games yesterday. Because we because our scheduling team for the NHL just decided that this you like to take this fucking year off from work. Why? What's, I, I literally scoured Twitter looking for an explanation, and no one could, like, there was no reason. I thought it was a holiday. Or something? Nope, nothing. Just they, no games on Sunday. I guess there's two more. There's two more days, or maybe they maybe it was just day instead of Sundays. But there's two more days throughout the year where they're just like, nope, no games today, guys. Like what the fuck? Like it's so weird. Come on, don't they know I we're fucking degenerates? Like we're trying to have an excuse to drink beer and yell at our TVs. It's fucking bullshit that they it, would take that from us. <laughs> They should know by now, considering the number of times that we've yelled at them about how shittily they do with actually putting it on our TVs. Dude, oh, I've been hearing a lot of bitching about that too. And it—it's it, been bad. And honestly, like, like I'm gonna—you're gonna make me like. It's all for this fucking advertising that you're throwing on the boards, and then it's gonna fucking just be shitty on top of that. Like, oh man, I don't know what Those they're doing, been. dude. I know it was kind of like when we talked about this last episode, it was kind of a non issue, like, oh, like a minor mm-hmm. thing. But it's starting to bug me now. Like, I, it's starting to, like, actually involve play, like, where the players are, like, phasing into the mm-hmm. boards. And you're like, what is happening right was now? Was it the Battle of Alberta where they were showing. Yeah. yeah. My God. They would literally, like, the, the players are disappearing in that fucking far right corner. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Dev, did you see any of that game? No, I did oh not. Are, are you talking about like the flying ads on the boards? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. They are they are absolutely brutal. It looks like it's in the. It looks like they're ads from NHL 2023. So pretty. It may, I mean, it's like they're could be. 
that the ads are shitty but let's be honest like nhl being on espn again like opens up a whole new audience to where hockey yep. has become relevant in the united states again. thousand percent yep and at the end of the day all we like and that's i think maybe that's one of the most frustrating things for us is like we want the game to expand i I've talked about it before. I love rooting for the teams in non-traditional markets. I want the Coyotes to do well. I want the Panthers to do well. It it upsets me when they don't do well because those teams can't afford to have bad seasons. Right. You know, the cra- as much as we don't like seeing the Kraken bad, the, like hockey's big enough up here to where they could probably survive for a while until, you know, attendance numbers start mm-hmm. dropping. Florida doesn't have that luxury. Like, they've got to be good or no one's going to go to those games. Right. And that's when, and, and when you don't have teams in non-traditional markets, that's when the, you start losing people. Like, you, you can't spread the game that way. Yep, completely agree. I, I Yeah, the, the TV stuff, I mean, we can, we can bitch about that until our fucking faces are blue. But, yeah, to Dev's point, like, ESPN really does make a big difference. And you just get the fucking Hulu Disney package, and you can watch Andor, because that shit's fucking money too. Oh, have you been watching? Yeah, this it's Andor? pretty solid. I just wanted to give it a little okay, plug. I need... Yeah, no, I, I mean, always plugging shows that we watch. It's absolutely something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's. Uh, we 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 wanted to dive in a little bit. Uh, just we we gotten through the crack. Do we have anything else that we want to say on the Kraken? Shane Wright's on the fucking lineup tonight. Because because we decided that it's a good idea to play our fucking rookies that are sitting on our... He's probably fucking fourth line again anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. He is fourth yeah. line, yeah. But, but that get... fourth line, Sprong, Geeky, and uh, Shane, right? That's a that's an exciting line to Yeah, watch. if he plays them. He played them six minutes in that fucking Ducks game. Let's see where he's at now. Yeah, he's got a minute... Yeah, he was at a he whole He got a minutes. fucking minute 28 through one period. Oh, get no. Get me the fuck off this team, dude. So he's on at he's on he's on pace for like maybe five minutes this game. Yeah, he's gonna average fucking five and a half through his nine game tryout. Like how do you, how do you know this Dude. kid's not ready and you have to send him back to junior? You, you don't you don't fucking know. Oh, well, their coaches just, just struggle with younger players. Dude. Like, it, why <sighs> why is that? Why it's like that? Like Haxtell's not even that old. Like he doesn't strike me as one of the old school like good old boy coaches where. It's not about your skill level or anything. It's you gotta you gotta earn your time. You know you gotta you gotta pay your dues. Yeah, I think to Dev's point, that's just kind of old thinking, right? Like Haxtell, like Haxtell age wise isn't an old coach, but I think just the way that he, the way that he processes the game is because he played in those years, right? Like he played. I don't fucking know, but it's just always oh, on the ice now, guys. Uh, Tanev and Sprong on this fucking wings, good. He's getting. He's gonna. He's gonna get at least two and a half minutes this period. That's Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Ugh. I don't. I don't know. I, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that second game. Uh, that was a good. Uh, who did they play for the win? L.A. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a good win. Uh, L.A. is a solid team this year. Uh, I think I, I would throw them into the categories of like dark horses to make playoffs. You know, board. You know, those those border bubble team kind of things. Um, I have been honestly for some reason I think it just might be how the schedule works out. I've seen a lot of LA games, mm. and uh, they're uh, they 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 might do something. Yeah, this year. I mean they made that big move for Fiala. That's a that's a that's a team ready to try to take the next step. So, um, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's going to pan out for him, but you know, it's at least mm-hmm. it's at least a mantra of him. I got to try something. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I think that was. I, I did watch some of that Kings game. I think that's anything else on the Kraken gang. No. Feeling all right. No. Nope. Cool. Dev, you got anything? Nope. I don't think so. Perfect. Okay. So let's move into. Uh, being little homers, and let's talk about our respective teams real quick because I know that we've got some people that uh, do follow the teams that we like, and uh, we are, we're also pretty knowledgeable on uh, on some, like our secondary teams. So, uh, Wells, tell, you've already kind of prefaced it. You know your ducks, duckies are going to suck. Uh, what, what are you seeing from them so far? Um, they they just their defensive system isn't isn't good. So, like, Gibson Gibson is going to be okay for fantasy, like we were talking about earlier, Deb, uh, because he's going to get a million fucking shots every game because they just they just can't seem. They whiff on fucking pucks, the defense, you know, like, it, there's some veterans back there. So, like, to me, watching it, they just is a clusterfuck. Like, they're all trying to run around and, you know, hump the same football, right? So... Like, they just, there's no structure. They just don't know what they're doing. And then they try to go get a breakout pass and they get fucking snaked. So, the, the other thing that they're really struggling with is, um, and, and arguably, uh, you know, some of it is, is the refs, right? But you can't give the refs a fucking reason to give you four, five, six penalties a game, right? And they, they really haven't, they haven't tried to. I mean, I'm sure they're trying not to get penalties. We're all trying not to get penalties, but they just haven't been able to stay out of the box, and so teams are just absolutely fucking lighting them up on the power play. I think, I think the Rangers tonight had like two or three power play goals, if I read that correctly. So um, it's going to be a tough year for him. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, like as much as I do like Gibson, he looks uninterested, and rightfully so. I mean, they gave up 43 more fucking shots tonight. So... He, he knows that there's no reason to try. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he lets one in and he's like, well, fuck, you know, uh, you know, fuck, I wasn't on me, guys. Like, let's do something else. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, it is good, like, tonight, uh, it's good to see Comtois get a goal tonight. Zegris is still just the fucking, you know, the, the guy that he uh, promised to us. Um, you know, th- it's all kind of there. It's just, I think it's, and I've been preaching this since Eakins came up, I just don't. I don't think the systems are good, uh, especially for the personnel that they have. Like they, they gotta, they gotta tighten something up. So, uh, so talking about Hextall getting twenty games, Eakins is very much on a, a, a shorter leash. I think in general, um, you know, uh, Verbeek went out and grabbed guys like Vetrano and Strom and and, uh, and Klingberg, right, to try to try to you know juice up the lineup a little bit and make it interesting and. He still can't do anything with it, so uh, yeah, this team's not going to win a lot of games while he's still there. Is uh, did they put it into Zegers' contract yet that he's contractually obliged to attempt one Michigan a game? Yes, and in his interviews, he has to say "dude." <laughs> he's got to say "dude" or "bro" at least six times. Dude or, dude or bro. bro. Okay, so he could do three um, and three, two th- and four, but it's got to be six. Is that is that through the team or is that through his EA contract? <laughs> That's both. EA is writing as a a Ducks fan to like watch Zgrass get the minutes he's gonna get this year with Getzlav gone. Like I think that's what I'm most excited for. Like you know, exactly. Yeah, it's it's honest. It's the young guys, right? I want to see McTavish 
Right, I want to see what he looks like. Uh, you want to continue to see Terry do well, which Terry uh, had a couple more points again tonight. Um, and then you want to see guys like like Comtois. You want to see Drysdale, uh, you know, kind of in a little bit more of a protected role. You want to see him take a little bit of a step forward. And uh, he wasn't a minus tonight, right? So he he was, uh, you know, not getting absolutely destroyed by a very very good Rangers team. So um, yeah, yeah, ex- that's exactly it, Dev. Like this year is just about progress for the young guys again. So if we if they sniff if they sniff the playoffs it'll be a good year if they don't uh, it's a pretty heavy draft so well I think I, the, uh, oh go ahead Dev I was just gonna say I think with the additions of Klingberg and Strom like yeah maybe they do sniff the playoffs they get into a little rhythm yeah. midway through the season do you well do you see a world where Klingberg isn't traded at the deadline um. Yes, and the only reason the only reason I'll say yes is because Shattenkirk is gone, so he's gonna be he's he's a, probably a deadline trade. Um, but behind Drysdale, there's not a lot of right shot defensemen in their pipeline, um, and so and and you know you would be able to give Drysdale a few more years of you know being able to kind of be second power play and and kind of figure out the league and stuff like that. Um, so I could see them potentially doing a, a bridge contract with with Klingberg. I could see them giving them like three three years maybe, because uh, there really just is no right shot defenseman in their pipeline uh, apart from, um, you know, they, they have a couple guys who I think could probably jump over to the right side. Um, you know, Minchikov, who they drafted this year, you know, has the he's he's good enough could probably jump over, um, and then Zellweger of course is is an absolute stud, but I think he's more. Well, I think he played the right side a little bit in in World Juniors, but. Um, yeah, I mean, so I could see them doing something like that. Um, but I think in reality, right, if they're, especially where we kind of think that they're going to be at the trade deadline, he's got to go because they're going to get some nice pieces for him to where, um, you know, they're not, I don't, I don't think they're quite ready to be out of the rebuild yet. So what do you think they can get at the trade deadline for, uh, Zegras's five and a half inch shorts that he wears on the, uh, the cover of NHL 2023 six inch socks. (laughs) <laughs> that's not that's not worth a that's not at least worth a six round pick you think i mean maybe it is there's some freaks online <laughs> that would fucking pay a lot of money for those five and a half inches but um yeah i mean there's like a whole foot finish s- website isn't there so no i want i want them to actually hold on to that trade until uh until the draft so gary bettman has to announce it <laughs> we have a trade to announce this is a little shit eating grin coming from the Coming from the Ducks, we have Trevor Zegras's shorts. <laughs> going, going, going to the Toronto Maple Leafs for uh, for a pair of Austin Matthews's tidy whities. These were the ones that he was shown flashing to somebody in Arizona. Mm. Chance, but do you have a pair of these shorts with the built-in liners? They're pretty fantastic. Oh, they're oh they're they're incredible. They're absolutely incredible. No, I have. Have a pair of these. They're if, fantastic. If you were on I'm the also, cover, would you not wear them? Right. Like, I'm not. No, but I'm. I'm not on the cover of NHL 2023. That's what I'm saying. Like these things are. These things are valuable. Okay. Like in a season that's very much a rebuild. I. I think you got to focus on the positives here. Like Zegris is shorts. That is positive. <laughs> Positively. <laughs> Good. That. That and hoping that Gibby doesn't want to get. Traded immediately. Gibby wants to get shot into the fucking sun right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's at. Mercy. 
like, please, please. God, send me some. Uh, what are the, what is uh, what's the Ducks AHL team? The, the goals. goals. Yeah, Gibby the honestly goals. wanted to be on the fucking dart that NASA shot at the asteroid. <laughs> you see that shit? <laughs> yeah, I did. Holy oh, shit. Alright, alright, Dev. This is the this is the main reason we brought you on. I want your we, we need some blues analysis here for all all two of our blues fans. Because uh, uh, Ken, Ken Ham is actually a, a huge listener. How much are you missing well, Jake Allen? That's the first question. <laughs> well, you know, I always miss Jake Allen. <laughs> Big fan, you know. I'm I'm glad he's getting some playing time in Montreal. But uh That's that's an understatement. Yeah, I mean, after last year's playoffs, you you can't be disappointed with Beanton, the only Stanley Cup goalie in the history. Mm-hmm. If Kadri doesn't take him out, you know, maybe we'll win that series. Maybe we don't. But... Someone's not upset about nah. that at all still. No sleep was lost. Uh-uh. You know, I definitely read it against Colorado in every single game they played after, but, you know, not a big deal. That's fair. You guys haven't played a lot of games yet. You've only got one we're, game. We're one and zero. Yeah, we play uh, Seattle coming up this week. I think I think that'll be a good test for both teams. So we. T- uh, is that home? Uh, I think it's in Seattle. Honestly, oh, really? I'm not positive. Okay. Though. Fucking flying over or what, dude? Well, you know, we've only played uh, one game so far this last Saturday, so we're opening up some travel. Yeah, there you go. Well, I get you get you over here, dude. I got an extra room. Come stay. You come there stay you with go. me. There you go. You gotta. You gotta oh, walk uh, up to Seattle, but with the baby coming Friday, you know, I don't. I don't think. It's oh, congrats, right man! Mm. Fucking dirty diapies and bottle feeding. Absolutely, congratulations on that. Yeah, pretty excited. Speaking of speaking of babies, I I look. I these the, the Blues are wearing their baby blue jerseys in this Ooh. game. Yep. Oh, those are saucy. I like that. I like those jerseys so much. They're so good. They should just make them the mains. Do you? Yeah, I think I don't know. The Blues aren't that much better than last year. They're the playoff team that could uh, win a couple series, but kind of depends on injuries and whatnot. Do you think Sanko's gonna have a resurgence? Uh, well, he looked pretty good at night one. It really depends on uh, how much effort he wants to put in. If he goes a hundred percent every night. He's a top ten mm. player. If he plays like the lazy uh, guy he likes to play like half the nights, he doesn't show up. So I'm curious, who's uh, who's someone you wanted to see more from right now? Uh, I don't know. I think like Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo getting those fat contracts need to kind of mm, show up this yep. year. But as as Chance knows pretty well, I've been on the on their hype train since day one. Like. Chirping those ear, chirping those names in his ear. Oh, Dev! Dev was going to their Pee Wee games. Yeah, big big fan, big skill guys. Kyrie's fun games. to watch. <laughs> Dev's showing me like, oh, did you see Jordan Kyrie? It's like Dev, they don't even hit yet. Like, he's not old enough. What are you talking about? <laughs> this kid on YouTube doing fucking like stick tricks in his backyard. This kid's Dev already knew. He's like, he's coming to the blues. Blue. Like I know it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, if, if they're on the hands team, you know, I'm probably uh, pretty into them. <laughs> Nothing like a through the legs deke, you there know, you go. 20 times down the ice, even if you get pumped. There you go. I like that. Yeah, I had, I like I had one of one of Thomas or Kairou last year in in fantasy. I don't for a little bit there. Um, his kids are his kids are gonna be good. Uh, I think it was Kairou had a game. He was a point per game guy, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, that's fucking sick. I, I snagged him on fantasy halfway through the year, yeah. and I rode him all the way home. Yeah. So, so I'm curious what you think, just so back to Senko, because I think that's that's like the guy that's just kind of an anomaly, right? Like, you're right. He, for the longest time, was just absolutely, like, he, he was good for a goal a game at least, right? Like, he was fucking killing it. Went through some shitty years, but, like, what what was it last year? Like, why last year did he, was he just like, oh, you know, sure, I'll fucking turn it on and put on, you know, have the season he did last year. Like, is there anything he did differently? Like, I, I don't know. It's just weird that he just kind of came back to life. Uh, honestly, I think he's pissed off. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he asked for a trade out of St. Louis. It was kind of like a year to show... I'm coming back from shoulder surgery. This is what I can do. And honestly, like, Buchnevich is a big piece in that. Like, Mm. that dude's a stud. And every time Tarasenko gets, like, a super nasty Russian on his line, he starts to produce. Mm. Yeah, that's a good good way to look at it. Because Buchnevich is is a Russian, too, then? Yeah. Oh, shit. That makes sense. Those Russian players. I I always had a theory that they, they are more money centric that like they just care about getting the paycheck um i don't know about i don't i don't know that i get maybe that does it because ovi's you know obviously a gamer but i i, I get maybe i think bobrovsky was the person who like put me in mind of that like he got he got that fat contract in florida and just has never been you know you see moments of it but he's never been that vesna goalie that we all saw right. back in columbus yeah, I wonder if I wonder if specifically with Russian players, like it's just more like they see a brotherhood with another Russian player, right? Like, you know, Maybe. like they're yeah. like I mean, you know, not to not to pick on them too much, but like their English is is usually not that great, so like being able to speak Russian with other Russians, like you know, like I don't know if I, I like maybe I'm just way off base, but um, yeah, no, that makes total sense to me. I mean, it's it's hard to commu- I mean, it's hard to. Get in the locker room, get stoked when you don't understand what somebody's yeah, saying. Just loud noises. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like you can feel the energy, but you're like, oh, you know, like they could be literally shouting like, uh, oh, fuck, fuck Russians. But yeah. you know, if you don't speak Russian, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, that could be an awkward lock. Thankfully, there's not a lot of uh, Ukrainian hockey players oof. out there. Jeez, uh, oof. too soon. Um, <laughs> yikes. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, um, Senko, the Senko situation, I think Dev, Dev hit it right on the head. Like it's Senko is, it's all about in his head. And if he wants to be there and he wants to play, he's going to do well. But when he's, you know, when he's dogging it, I don't think it's because of injury or something. He just doesn't want to fucking be there. I think that's hockey. That's hockey, baby. Eh. So there are some guys that even if they don't want to be in a place, they can still, you know, look, look at Austin Matthews. You know, he does. <laughs> I think the hardest part with Senko is like knowing this guy can be the best player on the, the ice every single night, and then like probably sixty percent of games, like you don't even notice him. Mm. Mm, okay, one of those players, one of those guys. But when he shoots the puck, you know, he's a, he's got a top five wrist shot in the yeah, league. Fuck, he can snipe it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's. I don't think anybody doubts his his talents there. All right, anything else on the Blues? The uh, playoffs, and uh, we'll see. I think that's all I got. Playoffs. All right. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, there's no hot takes from me there. I, I definitely. You could. You could probably pencil the Blues in for a for a playoff spot. Yep. Yeah, no. No uh, disagreement here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. 
All right, move on to my Red Wings uh, that are actually having an impressive beginning of the season. Lots of lots of hope in Detroit. Um, lots of reasons to be excited. Derek Lalonde has kind of brought a little bit of energy. Uh, new coach, young guys. Uh, shit, man. Have you guys seen? Have you guys seen uh, Soderblom? Yeah, he's a fucking. I mean, giant. I've watched more. Yeah, I've watched more Red Wings games than I have Blues games. So yeah, I've definitely seen him. All right, he is. Uh, they're calling him the. Uh, the the Redwoods line. That's oh, pretty good. I, I do like that. There was an, there was another one. Um, oh, there. Uh, I the, the the commentator tonight. He called him the Treesome. <laughs> I like that. So isn't it because Sunquist <laughs> is like the shortest of the three, and he's like six foot three, two hundred and something. Yeah. Stupid. So it's um they actually released that it's the it's the tallest line in the NHL That's in history. Hilarious, dude. Damn. Soderblom is see. I thought he was six eight with his skates on. No, he's seven foot with his skates off. Yeah, that is just, uh, it's crazy. Watching him tonight, he was playing in the. He literally batted the puck out of the air and then bumped it again over a guy and almost went around him. He drew a penalty for it, but God, it was he's. I love the saying. They're they say that he he looks like he plays hockey from a lawn chair. Because there's nothing like quick and like you know he's not a small quick dude so there's not like a lot of jerking motions and you know fake outs or anything he everything is you look at his style of play it's it always looks like it looks like he lumbers but man he's got hands which is crazy for a for a really tall guy lawn chair I've never heard that I see you're like north That's south what... right like he's just a north south guy he just you know mm. like he just gets the fucking steamboat going and there's there's no turn in it. It's just going up the fucking river, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Red Wings are as of tonight. I think two zero and one. They dropped a they dropped a tough one to L.A. But uh, I think I mean they beat so they beat Montreal and then they beat uh, the Devils. Uh, both good games. Uh, God, they just peppered the shit out of Jake Allen in the Montreal Fuck game. Yeah, they did. Uh, Montreal's by the way, Montreal's bad. I don't know if anybody. I know they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, but apparently that's just par for the course um, at this point. Um, it's <laughs> blasphemy. Canadians uh, are good. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I'll, I'll, I think I think we've sufficiently alienated all of our our French Canadian listeners on this show, oui. so it's fine. We tab that knocked. Yeah, the the Canadians are not good. The Devils are. I, I mean. It's just indicative. Like last night, like at the end of the first period, the the crowd is already chanting "Fire Lindy." Jesus! Like we're <laughs> we're barely into the season yet. We're already calling for the coach's head. Um, so, but but you but they had to win those games, and they won them not in like a oh this was a close competitive game. Like they they held, I would say, the flow of play for both mm-hmm. games. Um, so like the, you're supposed to win those games, like. Toronto needs to take note. Like, you're supposed to beat teams that are not as good as you. Man, that, that Montreal so, game, that should have been fucking 6-7 rip. It, it, they had 25, 24 shots in the yeah, first dude, period. It was, it, Allen was, I mean, it's it's not like he was standing on his head. Like, he had some pretty good saves, but they were just peppering him. Like, something, something had to go in. And, yeah, yeah he's and, still and, pretty tall, actually. And good for Soderblom for getting his. Yeah. Fr- that guy is he's not he's not getting sent down after nine games. Yeah. He's he is a fixture of the roster. Yeah. And third line, third third, you know, bottom six is where he's gonna thrive. Like he's he, you know, that's that's perfect for his game until he kind of 
gets more seasoned and he can kind of move up a little bit. I think he's, yeah, he's he's a good player. Oh, I I see him as the as the year goes on and with injuries. I I think he gets some top six six looks too. Um, he's just he just every game so far. I know it's a small sample size, but every every game so far has just been well. Fantastic. Fuck, I mean, he could pretty um, much stand at one of the dots in the in the in the D zone and just lay down, <laughs> and his stick's gonna tickle the other dot. Like no, like <laughs> he gotta fucking jump over it and shit. Yeah, that's what he's gotta do. Oh, he is he's fucking huge. massive. Chance, um, Chance, I think I called you after that preseason game I was watching. He he uses his frame really well in the corners in the offensive zone, and yeah, like you touched on, he does have some uh, pretty slick hands. It's crazy. Like you don't normal. Like it's like watching Chara dangle and Deke, and you're like, that doesn't that. My mind doesn't understand what's just happening right now. Like it's not feasible that this l- lumbering tree and like moves the way that he does and but it's crazy and he's got good hands too like it's it's nuts um yeah i think it, there's there's a lot of good reason if you're a red wings fan it's a good time to be optimistic um you know a 2-0 and one start you know dropping a game and over to a really close game against la like we mentioned before la's a good team um la is going to make a push for the playoffs this year um they they significantly gotten better and they're they're kind of in the same boat as the red like if you look at like development wise down the road, LA is very similar to Detroit in terms of like rebuilding and, and the, where they are in terms of their rebuild to, to get the, get to that window uh, of play, playoff and Stanley cup contention um, dropping tonight. Like I'm not too, I'm not worried about it because uh, both Bertuzzi's hurt, which sucks. And this will kind of segue into talking about injuries real quick. Uh, Bertuzzi's hurt. Uh, he's down for a month. And then Verona was out for personal reasons. That's that's two huge pieces of the top six for the mm-hmm. Red Wings. Um, I'm as much as I think they plugged in Kubalik, who I do think uh, can can in a pinch step up and play some some top six minutes. Uh, Zadina, I, I'm sorry. This I know this is blasphemy to Red Wings fans, but I've given up on Zadina. Uh, if it's if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Uh, I get really tired of these Red Wings. Like this player has been coddled so much. And every time, you know, like he got, he, he missed game one. They benched him for game one. He was a healthy scratch. Uh, just didn't, didn't crack the top nine. And everybody's like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible for his development. Like, God, he's, oh, he's how long chance, is this guy yeah. got to develop? Like, is he going to be 33 and he's still developing? Like, like what's the cutoff? I, I know he's still young, but Christ on sale. Like, I if, if it's going to happen, he's going to happen. Like, at this point, he's basically, you know, if he becomes what, people hope he's gonna be like at best he's gonna be you know like an alex tuck third line guy yeah. well and that's alex a bad Tuck's example a first liner, but okay in yeah. buffalo he's a first liner but you you throw alex tuck back into vegas and he's playing third line minutes yeah zadina is, yeah i just looked it up because i was curious but zadina is the darlene svechnikov draft mm. um and i think i think that adds to his to it is like you also got Brady Kachuk out of that. You got Quinn Hughes out of that. Uh, you know, it's still out on some of these other guys. You know, but Joel Farabee, Noah Dobson. Like you got some of these guys who, like especially Dobson, big like names. pretty big names that are already starting. You know, I think Wallstrom kind of fell behind in in the island for uh, with uh, oh, Barry, Barry Trotz. Trotz. Thank you. Um, yeah, right, so I mean, but you know, who knows what he could do this year? Right, gives it gives a little more chance and, and things like that. So, I think that's that's also an issue with with Zadina and the high expectations. Is like there's some guys that Detroit could have easily taken instead of Zadina. 
Um, but I'm with you, dude. It's if he hasn't done it now, and he's still still not showing that shit. Uh, it's yeah, maybe he needs a fresh start. But I think I think we're looking more towards you know like a fucking Dylan Strom. Like it's just never gonna happen, dude. See, I honestly, I honestly like now that we've got now that being on the Red Wings roster is not detrimental to mm. development. I honestly would would you know if if bar you know keep keep Zadina around for injuries. I'm not saying that he's a use you know a useless player sent to the AHL. I'm not, but he's definitely going to be a bubble player for his style and skill. And if he doesn't light the lamp, he's just not going to stay on the team very long. A- at this point, I would you know I-, I would be considering putting in Simon Edmondson in to get him some time over Zadina. And I was just I would I don't regularly watch the Grand Rapid Griffins. But just looking at like the people that I follow on Twitter who do, uh, they're they're all saying that Simon Evanson's the best player on the Griffins, and it's really not but even. But he's close. defense. He's defender, isn't he? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, sorry. I, I always can. I always can. Yeah. Um, well, but <laughs> talking about point, defense, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. At this point, I mean, talking defense. Uh, that's also yeah. God, we got Hag um, on the defense, and we, we talked about this in our preseason stuff. Like I, that Red Wings defense still scares me. Um, Sherratt, Sherratt and Sider will do just fine, but once they get off the ice, I, I don't even I don't even have confidence in Heronic anymore. Really, yeah. I'd like to have him have a bounce back year, but we'll see. Yeah, I think so. I watched the Montreal Montreal Wings game, and I liked I liked Sherratt on that line or on that top D pair because he's got a little bit of nastiness. And so mm-hmm. does Cider, right? They, it's Cider, Cider's a little less. Like Cider's, you know, he's he knows he's good, and um, but having Sherratt with him is is good. I think just you know he can be a little more finesse, and Sherratt's going to be a little bit more teethy, right? So um, Sherratt got a got a I mean fairly lucky goal uh, in the Devils game. Fucking, he's gonna he's gonna put forty this year, huh? Can only hope, right? God. Uh, Dev, uh, tell me a little bit about your your boy Billy Huso. Uh, what what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> what, what is he? Is he? Is this truly a rotating out situation with Huso and Ned, or do you think that one of them makes a push for for the one A? Uh, I think it depends a lot on their D. I don't know. Huso is behind some pretty good D with the Blues and happen happen to get hot at the right time. And, you know, I think in the playoffs it showed, like, Binger was the go-to option. So I think it kind of depends on, yeah, if that Red Wings D can kind of mesh or not. But you're you're also a fan, of, even before, you were a fan of Nedeljkovic, too. Yeah, I like Ned. And He's, I, I thought Ned would have a better last year. I picked him up a few times in fantasy. Well, looking at now, I mean, the fact that both of our both the goalies are now gone. Both the Red Wings goalies are now gone in our fantasy league. That should show something. Yeah. Speaking of our fantasy league, I think uh, I think it's time we finally jump into that, yeah, shall we? Yeah, buddy. Uh, so Dev, let's let's kind of start with you. Uh, Wells and I kind of hit on our teams uh, at the tail end of last episode. I kind of want to go through your roster and get your just initial thoughts and impressions on what you what you like, what you don't like, um, strengths and weaknesses, that kind of thing. And then we can kind of go into talking about individual players, who's lighting the lamp, and maybe even I, I love talking about our waiver wire. There's there's one guy in particular I kind of want to throw a name at you about. 
Um, so Dev, tell me tell me a little bit about uh, tell me about your squad. Yeah, you want me to just kind of list them off and then go from yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, so Bergeron, Chocek, Nylander, uh, I just picked up Iafalo today, Perron, Sagan, Hedman, Morgan Riley, Justin Falk, Vince Dunn, Larkin, Johnny Hockey, Debrinkat, Kairou, Zgrass, Owen Power, kind of sleeper pick, you know, might hang on to it, might not. Brock Besser, Bertuzzi on the IR, and then uh, Beanton, Gibson, and Vasilevsky in it. Honestly, uh, probably more excited with this roster than I have been in the last two years, and uh, we know how that turned out. Yeah, that's a really good squad you got. I hope they all get injured. I do too. Yeah. I hope I hope every <laughs> single one of them goes on IR long term IR, but I will admit this is a this is a pretty solid Except squad. Except for Zegers. Zegers the only guy that you can you know, just, uh, well, you know, well, I would say Bertuzzi too for you chance, but he's already injured, so Yeah, he's already done. I th- I think the downside of my roster honestly is having three Red Wings, you know. I don't know what I was Big thinking mistake, that night. Dude. But being being a Blues fan and you know them having half of the Blues roster from previous years, I'm probably Blues, Crack, and Red Wings are my my teams this year that I'm rooting for. Mm. There you go. That's not that's not a bad trio right there. I don't I don't think that's bad I, at all. You guys are you guys are both okay with going three guys from the same team. I'm I'm like in my other league. I'm trying to move a shark. Well, I mean, it's the Sharks, but I don't even like to have three from the same team. It's a fucking good team, dude. But you, yeah, you guys are rocking I, I that shit. That. So I think you were last year I too, right, Chance? Yeah, I, I don't mind that strategy when it's done properly. Um, I always like to refer back. I think I talked about it in the last episode. Like the, the I always remember having both Sadine twins when I first started playing fantasy hockey. Um, it's And, you know, that's an extreme example, but... Like, if you can find consistent line mates that are always going to be on, like, there, there are those two guys that you just know that are, like, when one scores, the other one passed it to him. If you can find two guys like that and that are handcuffed, like, that's just double points. Like, you can always count on that. Sure, um, but, like, but, you know, so Sedin's is a, is a decent example, but you wouldn't have had the Sedin twins and then, like, Burroughs who could be potentially off and on their line, right? Like... Yeah. No, I, I no, think I that's that. it's tricky, no, man. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, but but there is a strategy to picking up. Like if they're you know, uh, sometimes especially in this modern day NHL, uh, coaches like to throw on the blender when when things go even the slightest mm-hmm. bit wrong. Um, but there are there are lines that you just don't fuck with. You know, uh, the Boston perfection line. If you can grab two of those three guys, you, you know that's a solid grab. Or shit, the whole line. Um, that would be hard to do, but. Um, you know, you've got that, uh, Vegas, you know, you've got the misfit line that was there. That's kind of broken up now, but, um, yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's at least there, there's lines where, you know, at least to uh, uh, Detroit's first line, uh, Raymond Bertuzzi and Larkin, like if barring injuries, you know, those guys are going to be skating with one another. Uh, so, and if you know that those are going to be productive lines, uh, I, I definitely would that that's good, but yeah, grabbing, when you've got to, when you start going like oh shit I've got three to four guys on the same team and they're not goalies you're like ooh this this could be a problem because you're putting two it was uh, I remember one year where half my team was essentially I think I had four or five players from the Vegas Golden Knights that year that they just killed <laughs> um, I, I lived and died by the Vegas Golden sure. Knights 
and thankfully that year they did really well. So like it was it wasn't terrible. I think I I think I made a deep runner. I think I even won that year. Um, but you know, but when they, but when Vegas lost, because it bit me in the ass. I I tried a, a shorter version of that the next year, and I you know William Carlson went from scoring forty goals to twenty five goals to nine goals. <laughs> so, Jesus. <laughs> I think he's sitting. I think he's still available in our waivers. Probably. I th- I think this year too. Like I'm I'm less worried about having like I have three forwards on the Red Wings who are on top two lines, both on top two power play, and with with ten teams in our league over twelve teams. Like even looking at the like the waiver pickups right now, I I can pick up ten different players and be perfectly content with getting a point that right. Night. Yeah, and I think another thing to that to the that point right like if for some reason you know you had say Bertuzzi and and Raymond and Larkin happen to be on the fucking wire right like I I, and you knew that those three were playing right like I probably wouldn't feel too bad about picking up Larkin right um but yeah yeah no it's a good it's a good team Dev I I actually um goalies you have two you have two for sure that are gonna get some wins and then Gibson's gonna have 40 saves a night because he's you know he's gonna get 47 shots on him um so you probably won't get any wins and stuff like that with that with that team but uh well you never know i guess they could they could figure it out but uh yeah i think the ducks are coin flip almost every night yeah. honestly when they're healthy yeah 100 percent what do you that's a good what do you think chance you got you uh you're gonna beat dev this year or fuck no i'm not <laughs> i i I've been looking at my roster, going over it. I'm already being hit with the injury mm-hmm. bug. Um, I've got I've got three guys that I could technically slot into IR right Fuck. now, um, and I've got guys that it's my team is a, a lot of gambles. There's a lot of gambles that I took on a lot of guys that I thought might do well. Uh, I still don't know who Josh Norris is. I'm <laughs> I'm you guys keep telling me that he's good, but I'm I'm not convinced that he even plays in the NHL right now. Uh, he's just made up. <laughs> You guys, I feel like I was like duped. Like I was, like I was panicking. You guys, no, Josh Norris is so good. Like Chance, get him. And then I, I picked him up, and he's like, "You fucking idiot, fucking like, dummy, dude." You just, you just drafted an auto-generated NHL twenty three guy, like From NHL twenty thirty. Josh Norris. It doesn't even make any sense. That's not. That's it's not a Chuck's real son, dude. You know I, he's gonna be good. It's fucking. He's a Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of worried about that a little bit. Um, I, I you know looking at looking at, like just just tonight alone, like I'm looking at other point totals. Um, I might pull off a win. I'm playing one of the new teams in our league, so I might I might be able to do that. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm ten ten twenty points behind uh, some of the leaders tonight. Uh, looking at our scoreboard. Well, let me look at our scoreboard. I guess I haven't looked totally. Um, yeah, Dev, Dev, you're having a good night. You're leading the league with 44, but oh no, no, cat, no, cat is. Shout out to cat. Panarin, four point night. Yeah, it's fucking nasty. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. But no, yeah, me and me and uh, padding ice hogs are uh, are lo- lo- uh, at the bottom of the barrel right now. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of worried about my team, but I I also know from previous experience this is usually when I panic and I start just. <laughs> hitting the waiver wire hard and throwing everybody and i'm not patient so uh maybe maybe patience is a virtue here maybe i shouldn't drop uh john klingberg after three games you know you, buddy i'm pretty sure i went 0 and five last year to start Oof. 
That's a nice, that's a. Did I really? That's not great. I don't remember doing that, but that chance makes you sense. know he should drop uh, Josh Norris. Yeah, mm. just the guy that doesn't. Yeah, exist. just let me know when you drop him, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just dropped Josh Norris. I picked up fucking <laughs> Nick Ritchie. You don't. Need, you don't. You don't need to sell this anymore. I already don't think he's real. Like I'm, I'm half expecting I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going on a daily faceoff right now, and I guarantee he's, he's not, not on even this there. List. Tag <laughs> him on Twitter. See if, and, and if he doesn't respond, just say yeah, he's fucking fake. I knew it. <laughs> Josh Norris skating with Goudreau and Alex DeBrincat. Well, okay, something should happen. You'd think, right? Who? Oh, uh, Giroux, Giroux okay. and Debrinkat. You said Goudreau, and I start. I just got my teams mixed up. Yeah, sorry, not Goudreau. Yeah, poor good, poor Johnny Goudreau. He's not skating with Line yeah, right now because so. Line sitting on my fucking IR, bro. <laughs> that's all right. That's <laughs> him uh, and his him and his neck beard. What's, what's the uh, is is that three three weeks for uh, for a damaged neck beard? Yeah, what is someone that? Trimmed it. <laughs> fucking trimmed his little neared. Oh my god, he's bald in this picture now. Has he always been bald? Maybe he's one of those guys that can grow a beard but just can't grow any head hair. Oh my god, I saw someone on... I think it was Reddit. Someone on Reddit did a fucking Photoshop and switched Brent Burns' beard and his fucking head and turned it... Oh my god, it was beautiful. It looked like a fucking troll doll. What were those like little trolls? Little fucking... That's oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, wrap wrap up my stuff. I I've already got I've already been going through kind of targeting guys that I am not liking what I see early. Again, I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna preach patience this time because normally this is the time where I start cleaving people and it bites me in the ass later on. So I'll be patient with a couple. But um, you know, Andrew Andrew Cop is not impressing me. Chris Kreider Chris Kreider is getting slow out of the gate. I would never drop him, yeah. but he's he's not. You know they they just beat the Ducks six four tonight and he went Oof. zeros. Um, yeah, uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Uh, actually, he's not doing too bad. I think I'm he's not, got a couple, it's right? for yeah for his his production. He's not doing too terrible. Uh, Sider's been zeros. Klingberg's been zeros. Uh, Montour got a goal, an unexpected goal, but he's he's down now. Um, I just put uh, him on IR and picked up Justin Schultz, who's quarterback in that power play. Uh, Robertson. Uh, is is putting up points. Uh, he's doing just fine. Norris hasn't done anything. Uh, Kane hasn't. Kane has one assist all year. He he wants out of Chicago. Uh, and the the guy that you and I kind of predicted that was gonna be kind of useless, Ryan Hartman. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's putting pucks on net, but there's not a lot of results right now. Pass shoot score, bro. Mm-hmm. Good news is my gambling uh, has been doing quite well. Yeah, so. there you go. What you, what did you end up going with tonight? Uh, I bet the uh, money line for the uh, Avs to beat the Minnesota Wild. I I do not know how the uh, the Avs were only minus one twenty five on the Wild. The Wild are not playing well right now. Um, Flurry's letting in like five six goals. I a game. think I, we talked about this a little bit. They're gonna have a drop off this year. I truly believe yeah. it. And but Vegas just hasn't caught up to that yet. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess they were. Boo- I guess Minnesota was booing Flurry too, right? Yeah. yeah, we're just super impatient as hockey fans, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, Minnesota's that it's it sucks. Like if I'm a Minnesota Wild fan, I'm I'm upset. Like you've gone through the window, and there's an argument to be made that the window is 
I wouldn't say closed, but you're you're on the tail end of it. You're not you're not up on the you're not on the hill, and you're definitely not climbing. Yeah, the the buyouts of Parise and Suter, like we knew it was going to affect them. It just yeah. was. I know. I like. I know. As a GM, I probably would have done the same thing because those guys were fucking worthless. But mm-hmm. fuck, man. I mean, you had just you had just got Caprice off. Like you had just finally had that superstar talent that could actually make your fucking team watchable, and mm-hmm. they just decided, well, we'll we'll just you know cut this onto our fucking budget for the next what is it three or four years. Something stupid. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you'll you'll be happy to know that my buddy Eric Carlson has fucking three points in four games. Mm, very Thanks, happy bro. for you. <laughs> uh, Wells, you wanna you wanna wrap us up by telling us a little bit about your your squad? Yeah. So I got I got lining on the IR. That was a that was a quick one. Fucking neck beard got injured. Um, I think mm-hmm. they said he's just a couple weeks though, so nothing. Nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, I think last week was a little tricky to kind. Of, I was trying to trying to watch my guys, but I, I couldn't see any of their stats in ESPN, uh, so I was just kind of fucking winging mm-hmm. it a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I honestly I don't mind my team. I'm a little concerned with Swayman sharing as many starts with Olmark as he's probably going to do. Um, I yeah. think that's a little bit concerning from my goalie end, but I think Freddie's Freddie's going to get another W tonight, so. Uh, but yeah, I think I, 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 it's a wait and see approach. I'm not, you know, I honestly, there's probably not going to be anybody that I drop this week. Uh, I'm just going to kind of probably let no. it ride out for at least a week, you know, the end of this week and then uh, potentially even in, into next week just to see what I have because I, I liked the way that I drafted. So we'll kind of see how that goes. But uh, do I do I have a chance to beat Devin? Fuck, man. Like on a, if I'm if I'm feeling good, maybe. But shit, I mean, it's, you know, I'm going to be fucking handing my money to that little guy to go buy more fucking diapers again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could use it, though. So yeah, he needs the diapers. <laughs> that's Happy why I, to be supporting the cause. That's why my wife lets me continue to play, because, you know, I keep, I keep coming winning. home yeah, there money you go. at the end of the year, and it all goes to... <laughs> Necessities oh, you see, this is guilt trips. Like he wants to, he we gotta, we now we gotta lose to him. So, so everything is. Yeah, what do you need, from. Devin? You want me to drop like fucking Freddie Anderson or like what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you might want to hang on to Freddie just so you have a chance. Just so, this I, year. Just so I could, just so I can <laughs> convince my wife I should keep playing. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, shit. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, anything else you got? Uh, if you're a Vancouver fan and you go to an Edmonton game, don't get punched in the face. Yep. Yep. That's good advice. Um, if you're, uh, God, I, I, I do want to shout out the battle, the last battle of Alberta. Um, once again, uh, Jack Campbell, just not showing up, but just, you know, teams that you can expect to, to drop the bed or shit the bed. And you know Connor McDavid having to come in mm-hmm. save the day, uh, or at least attempt to anyway. Um, that was a good game. Any any time. I don't. I'm not necessarily huge fans of either one of those teams. Um, Calgary is probably my favorite Canadian team mm-hmm. if I had to pick one. Um, but you know I'm not. I don't follow them either one of them very closely. And uh, that was that was a pretty. That's exciting the best game. rivalry in the sport right now. Probably yeah. I can't think of another rivalry that I would tune into like I I, I seek that game out. 
We need more natural yeah. rivalries. We need we need guys to get angry with each other. You mean? Maybe maybe one day Kachuk can actually will the the Tampa Bay Florida rivalry into existence. Well, now the Kachuks are in the same division now, right? So that could yeah. be a nice nice little rivalry to see the see Matt and, and Brady just drop on one of these days. That'd be fucking fun. That could be fun. That could be fun. All right, Dev. Anything else? What's your last What's your last thought? Last word. Um, not many last words. Just uh, excited to watch more than one Blues game uh, this upcoming week. Hey, there you go. It's always a good day. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Oh, Kane's four one. Jesus, is that has that nope. changed? Nope, that's a crack in our speaking of shit in the bed. They, they yeah. Shit in the bed. Jesus, fuck, they're goalies, man. Here, Here we, we go, go again. All right, well, another another season of <laughs> shitty goaltending and Yay. bad defense. Huh? Here it goes. God damn it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, we are Dusty Bender Podcast at DVPod. Check us out on Twitter. That's where we uh, are most active. We are doing our best to get our shit together on Facebook. But, you know, that's uh, either here or there. Uh, definitely check us out on there. And whatever podcast you listen to us at, uh, on or music app like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, we're on all of those. Uh, give us a nice subscribe, follow, like, and leave a nice review so we can get noticed. And, uh, you know, maybe we could have some more money for degenerate gambling and to, to give Devin for to give Devin for diapers. Diapers and formula. Feel free to talk shit to us on Twitter, too. That's That's some fun. That's absolutely yeah, that's what right. we want. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We will uh, look at us. I mean, we we're we're on a good Oof. schedule. Now. I mean, we're not. We didn't meet. We didn't meet an hour and fifteen, but uh, definitely two episodes in two weeks. It's like it's like episode one through ten it again. Just sh- it just shows on our side that there was you know some plays, so it doesn't matter if they made it all the way to an hour and twenty five. <laughs> but thanks, anyways. Hopefully, you can hear this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody.